keyboard is, we actually have a, there's this device made by a company called Ultra Haptics. Yeah. It's a, an array of ultrasonic emitters, so it emits, emits a very high frequency sound, and that actually causes you to feel things in the air, so there's tactile feedback in That's the air. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that is. I like that. And so then that outputs what the uh, contents of the virtual environment are, and so you can feel things you're interacting with, and then the hand tracker sees, oh, you, you grabbed that thing? Well, now it's going to move with your hand as long as you're grabbing it. Hello and welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Clarkson Ignite podcast, coming to you from the Digital Making Suite in the Innovation Hub. Hi, everyone. I'm Annalise. And I'm Nima. Our mission is to shape this podcast to the Ignite slogan, which is Think, Make, Ignite. We hope to connect individuals across Clarkson's diverse community and give you, our listeners, interesting and unique content. Our hope is that you can walk away from our episodes learning something new and valuable, something that will truly inspire you. Stibitz is working to develop the next iteration in human-computer interaction. Their product leverages immersive interaction techniques to use the world, like open air or inanimate objects, as the interface, allowing for increased productivity, intuitiveness, and involvement in interaction. It was great to have Justin and Josh on, and we hope you enjoy the conversation as much as we did. All right, we are here with... Stibitz. Um, so we have Justin and Josh on. Can you guys just tell us a little bit about your student business that you guys are currently running? Uh, so I guess I'll start off. So our business, we had an idea uh, when we were freshmen for a kind of computer with a, a different interface. And so we've been working on that since. It's a computer that tries to get around the limitations of a, of a 2D interface, like a keyboard or a mouse Right. Um, Josh says Stibitz, I say Stibitz. Okay. Yeah, that pronunciation. <laughs> good to know. I, I, either way works. The, actually, the, uh, yeah. the origin of the name is actually an interesting story. It is. So, um, you want to tell it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, there was this guy called George Stibitz. Uh, he's kind of the father of digital confusion. And uh, he proved that Boolean logic will work for computers. So simply put, it's just like binary logic works for computers. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, he reimagined what a computer could be. And just like taking a cue from that, me and Josh wanted to reimagine what a computer could be. And so uh, we founded this company to kind of imagine the next generation of human-computer interaction. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty cool. So you said um, you wanted to become outside of the 2D limits of the mm-hmm. regular interface. How, how do you incorporate that standard? So there are, there are two main parts of the interface that uh, actually implement the 3D nature of the computer. So the important bits here are input and output. The input is uh, we use a leap motion sensor, which is a small sensor about the size of like a bar of soap. You put it uh, in the computer. It's a computer, by the way, is a form factor of a laptop, so it looked like that laptop. So where the, the mouse pad would be, you have the sensor. And I'm using can... a Mac, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the sensor that can tell where your hands are above the computer watches them and can compute the 3D points of the joints in your hand. And uh, from that, it can tell the shape of your hand, what direction it's moving, and it allows that to uh, interface with this simulated 3D environment the computer's running rather than a regular desktop. Right. And uh, when you think of the advantages, like uh, our interfaces, like our computer interfaces, like maybe work for like almost everything we do. 
but in terms of like uh the dynamic uh, uh like how dynamic uh, it is becoming in terms of using our computers like there are use cases such as like 3d modeling or just like uh, a lot of like content uh production stuff that is just a 3d world and uh, 2d interfaces such as keyboards and mouses aren't engaging and they aren't like intuitive to use and so we just really just want to bring a more engaging more intuitive way to kind of interact with those 3d environments mm-hmm. that's pretty cool goes right over my head so <laughs> i'm not great with technology um so, like, what was your main inspiration for creating this product? So, I know you talked about, like, it was freshman year, but what, like, sparked with you guys to create this new interface mm-hmm. or a 3D interface? So, we actually had, a, at the same time, taken a class on human-computer interaction together with uh, Professor Sean Banerjee. It was a... It was a graduate class. Uh, so it, was a, it was a graduate class, so... <laughs> it was a, In freshman year, just casually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work, but, you know, I got some good ideas there, and it was a study in that, I think, that would be the, the inspiration. Right. Um, just, like, initial inspirations was just, like, uh, some frustrations with, like, just, like, to uh, our, like, uh, physical... Uh, interfaces like uh some of my um keyboard uh clicks were like uh glitchy and so like um just like trying to like uh come up with a system that wasn't as limited to like a physical environment mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. was like the case mm-hmm. well um i just had a question i lost it <laughs> it's okay uh, so can you tell us a little bit about how did you start getting into building this business uh, hmm. So we started off working with the uh, Shipley Center in the business department. I believe uh, Justin, you handled yep. starting with that. So there yep. was a there was an application for a pitch event, correct? Absolutely. Uh, at the time, I was taking uh, this innovation and entrepreneurship class with Jamie Hus, uh, who was the director of the Shipley Center at the time. And so I kind of just started talking to him about, like, the idea I had. And he thought it was really interesting. And so he encouraged me to apply to uh, the Shipley Center. And so we did. And uh, eventually we, uh, with their help, obviously, we got incorporated as a company. Uh, We filed our provisional patent. And we just, like, uh, got some, like, uh, initial funds to just start building a prototype. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of just how we got started. And you guys have done the business plan competitions for the last two years? Yes. Yep. Okay. And so how have those been going for you guys? So the, the first one, I think, is uh, one of my favorite stories to tell about, <laughs> about the business because uh, so we had a prototype and we had the design mostly down. The, uh, the issue was finishing the software for it. And we had a – so the story begins about three days out <laughs> from, from the competition. Justin's already having traumatic flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so three days out, I believe it was a Wednesday because the competition was a Friday, right? It was. Yeah, so it was a Wednesday night. And uh, so Wednesday the morning, we had classes normally, took it, took it lightly, got some work done. Uh, Wednesday night, I believe we were both busy, so we called that a night. Oh, you know, we, we, have, we have two days left. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, you know, some work done, not as much as we'd planned. Uh, Thursday, we finished about what we had planned to finish by Wednesday. You know, mm-hmm. similar, similar issue with uh, being busy in the morning. Right. So then, uh, yeah, so it was... Then the night before the competition, 
And we realized, you know, the, the, the little bit we thought we had left to do was actually way more complicated. <laughs> and we ended up – it was uh, – 12 hours straight, right? Because we, we, we started like in the evening and just kept going and eventually it was 6 a.m. And it was like, oh, man, we got to go get ready for the for the pitching. And at that point, we had like – the thing was made of like cardboard and duct tape. There was a doorstop and stuff <laughs> component, I think. Right. Um, Josh normally doesn't drink coffee. Uh, he, he did that night. <laughs> yeah, um, that was – Wow. I like to say we've got better with time on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gradually, like we're getting better at it. We 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 start more out in advance than like we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely an experience to have. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like an experience. Mm-hmm. So, quick side note: What are you guys' majors? Um, I am computer study, computer science. Uh, I used to be business. Uh, I tried doing a dual degree. It was a lot of work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I drop it down to uh, my nine business. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My major is computer science, and then I have a second major in mathematics. Very nice. I figured it was computer science or something of the right. sort, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. You know, you never know at Clarkson. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so do you guys have like an official product yet, or are you still working on like a prototype? Uh, so currently, the goal for right now is we have a beta prototype. The alpha prototype was the product of last year's effort. So this year, we're working on making the software run faster and trying to integrate it with more common applications such as Blender. And we are working with uh, someone from the electrical engineering department to put together uh, a nice-looking computer that won't immediately explode. Right. Um. <laughs> Uh, so we mostly have the design we have in mind for like consumer sales, uh, mm-hmm. and we're just like mostly working on just like a- aesthetic values of the product and just like doing uh, testing with like uh, groups of people and just seeing how like our our device uh, like th- that our device does what we claim it does in terms of productivity and engagement, mm-hmm. and so we're kind of just in the home stretch of like getting our product out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When are you looking for this product to be released? Like, do you have an estimate so far? I don't think we've worked on an estimate for that yet. Yeah. We're currently working on actually a human trial with oh. uh, people using our device, and we want to put on an EEG headset on them and try <laughs> to measure uh, how attentive they are, how engaged they are with the interface, and right. test that against conventional interfaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Are you guys working with any professors on that? Not at the moment, but uh, we will definitely be reaching out to a few professors mm-hmm. uh, at Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool, though. I like that you guys are using like an experiment to try yeah. and yeah. see how your technology works. Yeah, that's always really cool. Interest, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what type of setting do you guys see this product being used in? Like every day, in like more of like a businessy setting. What are like? What are your guys' thoughts on the use of your product? So the original idea was for it to be a general-purpose computer, and throughout uh, the many revisions we've gone through, it it still is going to be a general-purpose computer, but the main advantage we see of our computer over conventional ones is for people who specifically work on, like, CAD and 3D animation. So gotcha. primarily workplace, but it will be able to be used for anything a regular computer can do. Right, and uh, just like in terms of like our business model, that's why we are trying to pursue more of a business to business kind of business model, uh, where like we won't be selling directly to consumers. Uh, we will be trying to sell to companies who do three D modeling of very three D intensive uh, types of works, and that's that's how uh, 
people will use our product. Mm. Gotcha. Um, I had another question. I keep forgetting my <laughs> questions, guys. Um, what was I going to say? Well, first of all, that seems really cool. Oh, so my question was just going to be, like, can you guys explain like the what the actual product looks like a little bit more so because i'm trying to imagine it in my head and i can't quite oh yeah i think yeah. i'd uh, i'd gone over the input and output earlier i think i stopped after input okay <laughs> so um, i guess uh from the top it's going to be a laptop like device mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we replaced the mouse with uh that that sensor that tracks right. your hands and then where the keyboard is we actually have a uh, there's this device made by a company called ultra haptics yeah. it's a uh, an array of ultrasonic emitters so it emits emits a uh, very high-frequency sound, and that actually causes you to feel things in the air. So there's tactile feedback in the air. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that is. I like that. And so then that outputs what the uh, contents of the virtual environment are, and so you can feel things you're interacting with. And then the oh. hand tracker sees, oh, you, you grabbed that thing? Well, now it's going to move with your hand as long as you're grabbing it. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. So just think of it in terms of uh, where your keyboard would regularly be is where our haptic system will be. And then where uh, your mouse pad would usually be is where our hand tracking kind of is. Okay. And then at the edge of the device, like towards uh, the user, like we want to uh, have a touch bar to kind of uh, navigate uh, scenarios in which you will necessarily want to do something pretty in terms of motion, mm-hmm. just like in terms of like typing or just like drawing or like anything like 2D wise. Uh, just ha- having a touch bar uh, at the bottom of the device kind of like to mm-hmm. navigate those scenarios. Okay, that's pretty cool. So it's going to literally look like a laptop, but it's right. just, it won't have like necessarily like the full yep. keyboard yeah. on it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you see it being as portable as keyboard? I mean, as a laptop, or is it something you're still working on? So the exact hardware we're looking into, we're still working on that, but it's, it's going to be as portable laptop. It's not going to be chained down to your desk. It's <laughs> too heavy. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> So do you guys have your current prototype? Is it like, do you have it like actually on a laptop right now? Uh, so currently, uh, we have it in several pieces that we, <laughs> plug, that we plug in together when we want to work with it. And that's what we're working with the uh, electrical engineers for with is uh, how to put that into one device and then make sure the uh, the power draw and the heat and the, the heat exchange is right. going to work properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it is fully functional. Uh, in fact, like we've had a couple of people just use a couple of the demos we've made. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a really cool uh, hand driving simulation one because it's just really cool in terms of having feedback mid air, mm-hmm. and so you yeah. can kind of like feel the steering wheel and just like drive mid air and just like wow, that's cool. that's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's crazy. That must be kind of weird to like experience. Uh-huh. It is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Technology. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet that's Instagram. really going to change games too. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a market we'd considered at some point. Yeah. So, <laughs> what year are you guys? Uh, we are both juniors. juniors. Wow. So you're juniors, and you've come up with this cool technology where you can feel things in the air. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about like? what the rest of this year is going to look like for you guys. Are you guys planning on a business plan competition again? Um, what do you plan on doing with your prototype? That kind of stuff. No, I'm talking about the schedule. I can talk sure. a bit about the 
future software developments? Okay. Um, so in terms of this semester, we're, we're just really looking to get the human testing off the ground and just have like uh, everything set up in terms of like being approved, should do like human testing and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, Later on this semester, we're looking to do uh, a business competition, probably uh, uh, we, we're considering a few. We'll probably end up doing uh, the Entrepreneurship Organization uh, Gro- Global Students Entrepreneurship Award, which is down in New York City. Um, and so it, it, we participated in that last year. We got third place, and we, we really think we can bring uh, a better uh, presentation just in general this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, and so next semester, it's, it's all about just... Uh, finalizing like in terms of like software aesthetics and just like getting like a one one a device contained in one thing mm-hmm. uh, as well as just uh, doing the New York business plan competition which is always fun to do mm-hmm. yeah and then one other thing is going to be stability it's currently very much a prototype and there are parts of it that make that very obvious so we're going to be putting it through more rigorous testing mm-hmm. and uh, trying to uh, eliminate those bugs before they become mm-hmm. problems Mm-hmm. See. What sort of bugs are you going to be focusing on, like so, in specific? Uh, mainly precision in the uh, so precision in the hand dragging system. We had a uh, one interesting uh, feature of a a demo where you pick up blocks, mm-hmm. where occasionally while holding the block, it would just decide to shoot out of your hand at <laughs> high velocity. In oh. the, in the <laughs> so improving the precision and. Uh, so that would also mean making the uh, processing of where your hand are, you have to make that code faster so that mm-hmm. it can work at a higher precision. Furthermore, it should uh, integrate better with uh, Blender is the one that we're working on right now for our plugin. Yeah, Blender is a really popular uh, open source uh, mm. 3D modeling tool. I've never heard of it, but <laughs> I don't do much of 3D modeling. <laughs> I will trust you on that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have many more questions for you guys. You guys pretty much summed it up real quick. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say? Feel free to put out any little plugs there if you've got yeah. a website or anything. <laughs> of course. Um, our website is www.sci, and then we kind of have a hyphen, bits.com, bits as in B-I-T-Z, uh, dot com, and uh, we have general information about our company there and just like... Uh, we plan on just posting stuff in terms of where we are in terms of progression on there. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, we will make sure to keep up with your progression on yep, it because this definitely. thing sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially the human experiments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if, any, if any listeners uh, see us advertising for experiments, come join. <laughs> yes, please sign up. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Um, Good luck with your company. It sounds like you guys are doing really great so far, so congratulations on that. Um, but I think that's all we had for you guys today. Yep, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so for much having for us. having us. Yeah. No Again, I'm Nima. And I'm Annalise, and thank you for listening.